I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And we welcome you into Berea, the cross-country mortgage campus to be exact. I'm Jason Gibbs, another edition of the best podcast available, getting through some of our rookie class and getting to know some of the names from this 2023 rookie class. Coming up on today's program, Isaiah McGuire will join us. Uh, McGuire, defensive end uh, from the University of Missouri, all-SEC pick. Second team All-SEC, a young man that has worked his way up, was playing at Missouri as a true freshman and worked his way up, became a captain on that Missouri football team in 2023, has seen a lot of success, 6'4", 274 pounds, can play D-end, can also go inside if he needs to as well. A fantastic kid from a great family, and the guy – yeah, he does a lot off the field as well as on the field. That's coming up in just a few minutes. We are in the middle of OTAs, and this is a two-week OTA period. Normally, it is a three-week OTA period, but instead, we it's been trimmed back because of needing to get the guys out, needing to get all of us a little summer vacation before we come back a couple weeks earlier this year uh, for the Hall of Fame game and the 2023 uh, football season. So OTAs this week, uh, the holiday weekend, the team will be back on the field next week. We've also got the Browns golf outing next week as well. So looking forward to that. It'll be a busy couple of weeks. And then June 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th, mandatory minicamp. Everybody has to be here. Four days of instruction, on-field practice, and the dress rehearsal for the 2023 season. So we just have a few short weeks left. And with that, let's get to know one of our new rookies. Isaiah McGuire, defensive end from the University of Missouri. Grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Got a great story. Have a watch and have a listen. And here on the best podcast available, live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berean, Jason Gibbs, happy to be joined by Isaiah McGuire our new defensive end from the University of Missouri. Yes, sir. <laughs> I have a great story about the University of Missouri. We played out there. I, I went to Bowling Green. Okay. All right. Uh, this is way back. This When were you born? Oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> great. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> like six years before you were even born, I was doing this. So we went out there, and we upset Missouri. Okay. Okay. Big win for Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Big moment. I wasn't on that trip. The following year, we went back out there. Mm-hmm. And you guys had a guy by the name of Colby Jones. Okay. He was a quarterback. They were a top five team in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm the sideline reporter. Your fans threw oranges at me because the Orange Bowl was the <laughs> national championship game. 
We got covered in oranges. Yep. Our coach pulled the team off the field. Wow. They had to make an announcement to stop throwing oranges wow. at us or you guys were going to have to forfeit. Wow. Not kidding. It was, I, I smelled like orange. I never <laughs> got a chance to shower after the game. We were on a plane home. It was 100 degrees, but it was a fantastic stadium. Like <laughs> fans sitting on the grass. Mm-hmm. Rock him. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a pretty fantastic little stadium. So. Sure. Uh, welcome to Cleveland. Sorry, not about me. It's about him. <laughs> Isaiah McGuire joins us here on the show. What's it been like since you walked into the Cross Country Mortgage Campus? Honestly, like I said, it's, it's been a blessing. I got to give the glory to God for me to be a part of this organization, especially with a, a lot of rich history at this organization, you know, being the Cleveland Browns and all the pl- great players that have been through this organization, you know, for me to be a part of that and now start my journey to stamp my name in this organization is truly a blessing. Was there a moment, was there a moment where you just kind of stopped and took it all in and said, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this is happening. Honestly, for me, it was when I was able to see my locker um, and seeing the, you know, the players I'm next to and the players that are across from me. It's like, man, I've been looking at these players for years and now, you know, I'm their locker mate or, you know, their teammate now. And, you know, I'm going to learn from them and, and grow as a player, grow as a person. Like I said, I'm just all excited. So growing up, you end up going to Missouri mm-hmm. uh, from Oklahoma? Yes, sir. What made you go to the University of Missouri? Missouri. So for me, I wasn't necessarily a heavy recruit out of high school. So Missouri is my only power five offer. So I feel like God made it easy for my decision. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty good. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You, you gained playing time right away as a freshman. Yes, sir. Worked your way up, up, up senior year. You were all SEC in, in some publications, which is – Pretty great considering the talent level for sure. in the SEC. Is there a moment that you will always remember about your time at Missouri? Is there is there a standout moment? Is there a favorite moment? Favorite moment? Mm, I feel like that's pretty hard to pick from. You know, for me, honestly, just being in the locker room with my teammates and spending time with them and being in the indoor with them doing extra work or whether it's, you know, after practice or workouts or whatnot, and just going and hanging out with each other at, you know, someone's apartment or someone's dorm room, you know, whatever it may be. So for us at, you know, at uh, at the University of Missouri, defensive line was a pretty uh, tight-knit group. Um, so for us, like I said, we we know family. Uh, that was our big model thing, or D-line zoos, but we called it, you know, our fraternity per se. So honestly, just, just being around those guys and being in a locker room and, you know, having an impact on as many people as I can in that building, for sure. All right, so leadership is a big part of who you are. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. You were voted captain yes, sir. Uh, your senior year at Missouri. What does it take to be a good leader, in your opinion? Honestly, just doing the right things. You know, first and foremost, you can't necessarily try to lead someone, tell them do something when you're not doing it. So you have to have that accountability for yourself as a player, as a person, as a teammate to, to do those right things. Secondly, obviously um, – like I said, just making an impact and, you know, having an impact on people as a person. Uh, you have to, you know, have that gravitational pull, you know, for people to want to follow you. And obviously, you know, making plays on the field definitely kind of puts you in that limelight. But it's just it's just more about it's more than just making plays. You know, it's like I said, having those one on one interactions with people in the locker room, you know, at Mizzou. Um, college-wise, whether it's a walk-on, whether it's a scholarship player, whether it's the janitor, whether it's the training staff, just building those relationships to where, you know, we're all on the same page on one accord. That's pretty good. 
not too shabby at all. So how do you as a leader, you've been a leader at Mizzou, how do you come in here when you're the new guy? For sure. Like how, how do you lead? Do you have to change your leadership style at all? It's not even necessarily that. It just starts all over again, honestly. Like I said, it's pretty much like being a freshman again. To where, you, like I said, you're just doing the right things and you're putting your head down. You're working continuously, picking, you know, picking the brains of the veterans. Um, like I said, building those relationships with everyone um, in the building. So, like I said, even Miss Katie uh, in the building, I'm building a great relationship with her in terms of, like I said, just being new and being present. I'm spending that extra time to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish, but also, like I said, helping this team win a lot of football games. What has the process been since that final game uh, in a Missouri uniform mm-hmm. to now? Because it, it, it tends to be a whirlwind, and it takes a lot. You know, a, a lot of the rookies have said, like, you really don't get a chance. Uh, the veterans, I should say, have told us you don't really get a chance to catch your breath until after your rookie season mm-hmm. when you actually have an off season. There is, there has not been an off season. No. I'm assuming. <laughs> what, what has that been like since your last day in a Mizzou uniform? Honestly, you know, picking back off of what the veteran said is true thus far. Um, like I said, you know, you finish your senior season or, you know, whatever year you decide to declare for the NFL draft. And now you have to pick an agent. Now you have to pick what place you want to train at. Uh, now you have to improve this, improve that. Uh, now you're talking to scouts or, you know, whoever may be calling you or whatnot. And a lot of people may be in your ear, and but you still have to block out all that noise and focus on what's ahead of you. You know, keep the main thing. The main thing is what my dad likes to say. So, like I said, just having the mindset to stay grounded, stay focused, uh, keep the right people around you, and, you know, everything will become success. Tight family? Absolutely. How many siblings? Five brothers. Youngest? I am the middle. <laughs> oh, you're right in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> what was that like growing up? So one, I mean, like, so I have two older stepbrothers and three younger biological brothers. Um, and like I said, going to visit uh, my family, you know, with my stepbrothers, you know, kind of being the little brother that got picked on, but definitely helped me kind of grow up just a little bit, a little tag, get a little bit tougher growing up for sure. And like I said, also being a role model for my, um, for my younger brothers in terms of, like I said, this is how you want to conduct yourself, carry yourself growing up through whether it's your teenage years uh, college years and now being a professional athlete, you know, being more of an adult rather than anything, it's just continuing to be that role model because they're always looking for sure. Uh, now, do the younger two play football? So, my two younger fraternal twin brothers, the youngest, um, they will play sports. I'm pretty sure they're in soccer right now. Okay. Um, my dad's trying to take time oh. to develop make sure their brains develop and uh, you know no i get that and find what they actually enjoy for sure okay all right yeah i went through the whole soccer circuit with my kids <laughs> i was quite pleased when soccer <laughs> ended and we can move on to something else no disrespect to soccer but yeah i'm disrespecting soccer um <laughs> in terms of who you wanted to get to know here what's it been like since you've been in the building uh working with jim schwartz with Ben Bloom, who's one of our favorites, uh, uh, and just the defense as a whole. What's it been like uh, as you get ready? Now, you're going to meet a lot of the veterans this for sure. week for, for sure. you know, when OTAs start and working through minicamp. But uh, have you gotten a chance to get to know a, a lot of those guys or the coaches yet? 
Primarily the coaches. Uh, like I said, spending time with Coach Bloom and, you know, Coach Thomas in the defensive line room. And I really haven't haven't had as many conversations with Coach Schwartz, but I believe those will happen down the road, obviously, with a lot of time on our hands, you know, investing time in that building uh, to win football games. And like I said, just getting to know the personnel. And like I said, everyone's in there is very genuine and they care about you as a person. So it's a great culture in there. And that does nothing but make a player feel more comfortable um, in terms of environment to be successful. Uh, your former teammate, Jordan Elliott, mm-hmm. have you got a chance to talk with him since you got drafted finally? I actually have not gotten a chance to talk with him yet, but I definitely know when he gets here, I'm trying to decide if I want to jump on and give him a big hug or, you know, keep it cool and cordial. <laughs> but, you know, those were one of the players that I looked up to, you know, when I was a freshman. He, you know, it was his last year of Mizzou going out. Like I said, he was always a guy that did the right things and did extra and, you know, always had a mental sharp focus about himself as a person. So he carried himself as a pro before he actually got to the pros. What is your goal here before the team breaks you know, for the for the, a quick little summer break on June mm-hmm. 8th, you know, what are, what's your goal here for the next month? Honestly, just improve as a player, improve my fundamentals and my technique, get to know that playbook really well, um, pick the brains of the veterans. Like I said, you know, for me, those, you know, for those guys, those are my mentors. Um, and like I said, for me to be the player that I want to be, I have to, you know, kind of get under their wing or whatnot. Like I said, it's been literally being a freshman again. And like I said, picking their brain and figuring out, you know, what, what is your routine and how you take care of your body? You know, what do you eat? How do you study film? Uh, how do you do work outside? What is the right time? When is the right time to rest your body so you don't get burnt out? Just those different things, honestly. All right. If if you have a – do you believe in a cheat day or a cheat meal when day. it comes to food? Day. I got a bad. I got a bad sweet tooth. <laughs> oh yeah, very bad. What? Are, what's the go-to? <sighs> a lot of sweets. I mean, is there is there a favorite? Is there a, a pie? Is there a cookie? My, is there my candy? Gr- my Grammy's sweet potato pie is the best dessert in the world for me. That's just my personal opinion, but okay. kind of a fact also. Yeah. Um, you name it, fruit snacks, cookies, what I like said, but even on a cheat day, I have to limit myself. <laughs> Everything's got to be in moderation. Got to. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would you eat? Mm. Ooh, that's a great question, honestly. Uh, does it like a certain type of food or can just be, a specific it can, meal? It, it can be, you know, me, I love pizza. Okay. I can eat pizza. Any, any time, any okay. day. I, I can, I can see that answer. I respect that answer, man. For me, it'll have to be some type of variation of barbecue. Okay. For sure. All right. Ribs, chicken, pulled pork. All of the All above. Of <laughs> <laughs> coleslaw. I'm not a coleslaw fan. All right. Fan at all. Okay. Baked beans. Of course. With the brisket in it. Got to. <laughs> brisket. They do a, a fantastic in the cafe, a little brisket baked bean. I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, should be. They they do a fantastic job. If you weren't playing football, what sport would you want to play? What sport? Honestly, baseball. Seems like, I mean, I went to, like I said, I know, that, you know, baseball is a very hard sport and very technical and whatnot. But I remember, you know, in my time in Mizzou, we went to a Cardinals game and a Royals game. And outfielders were just relaxing for most of the game. I said, man. <laughs> that must be nice. <laughs> not a bad gig. Not a bad gig at you all. You got to figure out how to hit the ninety-five mile an hour. For, fastball, I mean, for but, sure. I mean, you know, that's that's a part of uh-huh. it. But but in the outfield, yeah, they're relaxing for most of the game. So uh-huh. 
That seemed like a pretty nice job to do. All right. Okay. All right. What do you want Browns fans to know about you that maybe they don't? You know, what What do you want Browns fans to know uh, about Isaiah McGuire? One, I'm a man of God. Like I said, you know, that's my foundation as a person. Two, I'm, I'm here to really contribute and become a great player for this organization, truthfully. I think you will. And we wish you all the best of luck. Appreciate a few minutes today. For sure. Good luck with the rest of the mini camp and, sure. and the off-season program. And sure. look forward to following your career here as it gets started in the National Football League. Right on. Appreciate it. Isaiah McGuire, a kid that definitely watched, not even a kid, a young man at 6'4", 274 pounds. Someone to watch here, especially as we get into training camp. He's going to get some reps. There's going to be a lot of guys getting reps at the defensive tackle spot and the defensive end spot. Jim Schwartz wants to know who he's got, uh, both starting opening day in that rotation, and then that second level of guys that in case someone goes down, can step right up and step in. Isaiah McGuire going to be a candidate to indeed do that. Started all 12 games during the regular season last year. Uh, seven and a half sacks, four quarterback hurries, named SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week after three tackles for a loss, two-sack day at North at South Carolina on October 29th. Uh, this is a guy that uh, is a pretty good football player and has had a really good career uh, wherever he's been. Uh, finished the regular season, 39 total tackles, 13 tackles for a loss, seven and a half sacks, four quarterback hurries, finished his career, 16 and a half sacks, second on the team. Uh, he's a young man that you're going to like as you get to know more about as we get into the offseason and into training camp. As I mentioned, we've got a couple more OTAs this week, holiday weekend, so we hope you enjoy it, and we hope that you have a safe and fun holiday weekend. We're going to get out of here a little bit earlier this week. Golf outing next week, round two of OTAs. Going to get to hang out with some of our veterans and have them join the program here over the coming weeks as well. Thanks to Anthony Baco for all of his hard work and efforts. Thanks to Isaiah McGuire for his time. I'm Jason Gibbs. We are back with you next week. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the best podcast available.